everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Ladies Promoting Transparent Advocacy Podcast. I am your podcast host, Shea Pate. And the name of this tune happens to be called Live Your Dreams. So I thought it was appropriate for me to start off Marvelous Motivating Monday with this tune. And I ask that you guys sit back, relax, and hopefully be motivated by this Monday, Marvelous Motivating Monday episode. On this Marvelous Motivating Monday, as I mentioned, we are going to celebrate today. Now, on many of your calendars, you may have today, Marvelous Motivating Monday, October 11th, 2021, as Columbus Day on your calendar. However, as mentioned, Joe Biden, excuse me, President Joe Biden signed on Friday, October 8th, 2021, that today would be the first official Indigenous People's Day. So that's what we're celebrating on this marvelous Motivating Monday. And, you know, as I mentioned um, on Friday, it's really important that America and all around the world that we start learning about the people that we're on this earth with because we have a lot of stereotypes about what people are. And um, I'm, I'm really excited about a clip that I'm going to play that is from C. BS News. It was an interview from an indigenous person who is also a professor who explains it totally in layman's terms. And I'm going to play that. But what I wanted to do, I was going through so many different websites because I want to have fun things and positive things to talk about today. Because on Friday, as I will probably mention several times in this episode, we can't forget about the episode Friday about indigenous people and especially women who are going missing and murdered. And they're kind of sweeping the murders under the rug pretty much making them natural causes. So let's don't forget about that. But today I want to give you all some positiveness, encourage you to learn more about the culture. And um, I went to a couple websites and I heard of a website, but I didn't really do that much research until recently on Very Well Family. And um, they did an article on it and it's, you know, I'm going to just read some of it and it's asking the specific question, what is Indigenous People's Day? And, you know, it has been celebrated in one form or another since the 90s. In 1990, South Dakota became the first state to rename Columbus Day to Native America's Day. Soon after, in 1992, Berkeley, California became the first city to officially rename Columbus Day to Indigenous Peoples Day. Over the years, as awareness has grown, more states and cities have jumped on board. And as of now, 14 states and over 130 cities no longer celebrate Columbus Day, but celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day instead. So uh, today, if a lot of your federal um, organizations are closed, and some people's mind it's closed because it's Columbus Day, and and some people's mind it is closed because it is officially there was a proclamation signed on Friday. It is officially Indin- Indigenous Peoples Day, uh, October eleventh, twenty twenty one. You know, and this article talks about why is it celebrated. 
And it says that, you know, this day can mean different things to different people. And it's often thought of as a way to protest the, quote, whitewashing of American history that Columbus Day represents. Now, these aren't my words. I'm reading this from an article I found on Very Well Family. And I think it's important for all cultures and races to learn about others. Whether you agree with them or not, if you learn about them, at least you can understand them. And maybe understanding them will maybe either keep you in disagreement or it may change your mind and you agree a little bit or just agree. So just be open-minded. And I want you guys to just learn more about this. And I'm going to go on and continue to read part of this article. And it was saying, the holiday seeks to point out the fact that the violent actions of explorers like Christopher Columbus are not something we should be celebrating. And see, all due respect, I used to always say in history class how he discovered America, but people were already here. I always had that question, and no teacher could ever answer that. So, you know, you have to give respect to communities and cultures and understand what they're doing, why they're doing it, why they may feel a certain way. And being in a, um, an ethnic group, I get it. And it goes on to say, um, additionally, Indigenous Peoples Day is a time to promote, I like that word, promote a more comprehensive American education to ensure that our children grow up with an awareness of some of the more uncomfortable truths about our nation's history. And then it says, for example, when Austin, Texas adopted Indigenous Peoples Day in 2017, the resolution encouraged local schools to teach a more comprehensive telling of Indigenous people. Wow. Well, it says finally, Indigenous People Day is a time to celebrate the heritage of indigenous American people. The holiday is celebrated around the country with gatherings of indigenous people and supporters. These celebrations often include dancing, cooking, and eating traditional indigenous foods, dressing in traditional clothing, and sharing art, jewelry, and other cultural traditions. And that's what I want you guys to focus on today. And so it was really interesting, you know, even this very well family, they were talking about family friendly ways to celebrate Indigenous Peoples Day, about fun and thought provoking. And um, I want to just read, I'm not going to read all of them, but I just want to read some of them. And one is saying a note about cultural approach, excuse me, cultural appropriation. They say it's important to keep in mind that when you explore other cultures, you want to avoid cultural appropriations, which is when someone outside of a particular culture adopts that cultural traditions as, as their own in a way that reinforces stereotypes or is disrespectful. As such, Learning about indigenous culture and attending events that you are invited to is fine. However, dressing as an indigenous person or participating in an indigenous dance without an invitation may not be appropriate. Wow. You know, I'm not going to name the celebrity, but I remember, um, well, a couple of them, but I'm thinking of one specifically 
who is um, on reality TV, and she got a lot of slack for doing just that. So it's about respect, you know. So they gave five ideas for celebrating this specific day with your family. So I don't know if you're in a situation where you still want to celebrate it today. And, and I mean, I'm just telling you today, unfortunately, I don't know if you have time to even do all this. But for those who do, and if you don't now, you can appreciate it and know about it next year and learn about it between now and next year to celebrate. So it says to join an in-person or online celebration. So I don't know. They're saying like many cities, local cities and towns are having a celebration. So I guess you could Google and try to find out wherever you live um, if there's a celebration in your area. And then it says to read literature um, as a family. You know, I always encourage reading. And I feel that if you go on and start doing some research, I mean, Google is the best thing ever. I, I always tell people I'm not promoting it. I'm just saying I'd be wondering who at Google goes and do all this research because it's something no matter what I Google, how crazy it may sound, there's always an answer to something. So if you want to read literature, Google some literature about it, you know, learn more about the history and the culture. And I think that that was, you know, one of the things that excited me about even doing this because I'm learning as I research, excuse me, y'all, I'm ruffling papers. I learn as I research, which I am the queen of research. I love researching because it teaches me a lot of things that I don't know. And I remember at one point, and sometimes I still do think I know everything, and I know I don't, but I'm just saying, research helps me learn a lot. I always have to keep my mind going so I understand how things progress. You know, not just technology, knowledge progresses as well. So keep that in mind. You know, say that you can begin with something simple like YouTube. Um, they mentioned a five-minute video. It's called The History versus Christopher Columbus. Uh, it's by the History Channel, and they say it's a good place to start. And um, it says that the Zen Education Project has a thorough section on Native American history with many articles and resources. Native Knowledge 360 at the Smithsonian Museum is another resource for user-friendly indigenous education. It said that you could plant some native plants. Wow. See, this is so cool. I wish I knew about this before. I would probably want to do this for sure with one of my twin granddaughters who is all about nature and planting. You know, and it says, um, a lovely earth-conscious way to honor indigenous culture and to give back is to plant some Native American plants as a family. Some native plants to consider are milkweed plants and pawpaw trees. You can consult the U.S. Forest Service website to learn more about native plants and how to plant and care for them. Look at that. That's nice. And then they talk about activism for indigenous people. It's a great day to take action to support the community. You can donate to organizations. They mentioned an organization called In. N is a Nancy, D is in David, N is a Nancy Collective. They said, which is part of the Indigenous People's Land Back Movement. Now, I don't know what the Land Back Movement is, so look into that. That might be something just about uh, something that you might be interested in, especially if you are an activist about uh, trying to do something positive. Um, 
they you know mentioned other different places you could donate to like the warriors women's project native american rights fund and the american indian college fund now these are just things and you know i'm not really a big promoter of people uh well, let me, let me rephrase that. I try not to do commercials, but I do want you to get resources. Let me just say that. I like to give resources, and I'm not saying one thing is better than another to donate to. I'm just reading the information that I find. And um, it was really cool because at the end of this article, it's, it's a section called A Word from Very Well. And like I said, I found this on verywellfamily.com. So I want to just read what it says. And it says celebrating indigenous, excuse me, indigenous people's day is all about educating. I like that. I'm always about getting education, giving education. It's about education, excuse me, educating your children and yourself about indigenous history and culture, excuse me, and culture. It's an opportunity to dispel any misconceptions about Christopher Columbus and the colonization of indigenous people. Indigenous People's Day is also a day to have fun, immerse yourself in indigenous culture, expand your horizons, and find deeper and more meaningful ways to connect with your family. However you choose to celebrate Indigenous People's Day, the most important thing is that you do so respectfully and in the spirit of honoring indigenous people and cultures. I think that is so well said. So well said. Very well, family. I want you guys to check out this interview and um, just just check it out. We'll talk about it on the other end. President Biden is now the first president to commemorate Indigenous Peoples Day. On Friday, he issued the first ever presidential proclamation marking the day. It will be observed on October 11th, along with Christopher Columbus Day. It is the most significant federal effort yet to refocus the holiday to the history and culture of Native Americans. The president issued an earlier proclamation for Columbus Day. However, he also said he acknowledged the violence and harm Christopher Columbus and other European explorers brought to the Americas. Susan Faircloth wrote about the significance of Indigenous Peoples Day in a recent piece in The Conversation. She's a professor and the director of the School of Education at Colorado State University. She's also a member of the Kahari Tribe of North Carolina. Welcome, Susan. So tell us how you're feeling about President Biden's proclamation. So thank you. Before I say that, I would like to say that I am honored to join tonight's um, broadcast from the traditional homelands of the Cheyenne, the Ute, the Ute Mountain, and the Arapaho peoples. And I think it's it's really critically important to situate land um, and the places on which indigenous peoples have lived and traveled. So today for me has been a moment of mixed emotions. Um, we've been waiting for more than 200 years since the founding of the United States for the federal government to acknowledge um, a federal day um, named as Indigenous Peoples Day. At the same time, it's been a momentous occasion for the president to also issue a proclamation about Columbus Day. And in both of those proclamations, he's acknowledged the history um, of this, of the founding of this nation and of the colonization of the Americas and the impact that that's had on indigenous peoples. So it's been quite the historic, momentous, um, and emotional day. 
And Susan, as you say, it's been hundreds of years in the making. Walk us through the meaning behind Indigenous Peoples Day and how it actually came to fruition. So thank you for that question. You know, given the diversity of Indigenous peoples across the United States and across the Americas, you might get a slightly different um, telling of that history of the origin of Indigenous Peoples Day. But if you trace the history back, the history that, that's written down, we know that in the 1970s and 80s, there were movements across the United States to increase the awareness of Indigenous peoples and movements to increase our recognition of our rights and our status as sovereign nations. And then in the 1990s, early 1990, there was a movement by the United Nations to make a proclamation on the rights of indigenous peoples. And then in 1990, South Dakota became the first state to officially recognize what was then referred to as Native Americans Day. And since then, across the nation, more than a dozen states have officially recognized Indigenous Peoples Day, either as a replacement of Columbus Day or in addition to Columbus Day. I want to ask you about that because um, obviously President Biden has them uh, acknowledged simultaneously and uh, a little bit of history, Christopher Columbus became a symbol of Italian-American pride during a period of anti-Italian discrimination in the U.S. But I'm wondering if, if you feel that the two holidays are actually able to occupy the same space. You know, I think that's, that's a very complex question. Um, and I think it's critically important to have conversations with the members of the Italian American um, Italian American community to get their perspective on the establishment and the celebration of Columbus Day. So I can only speak from the perspective of an indigenous person. For me, I really want today and on October 11th, which is the day that the president has proclaimed as Indigenous Peoples Day, I really want to center on indigenous peoples and what this day means for us. And for us, it's a recognition of the atrocities or atrocities that our communities, our tribes, our people had endured uh, since the arrival of Columbus and other Europeans in the Americas. And in spite of what indigenous peoples had endured, um, we have survived and in many cases we're thriving. And so I really want the proclamation um, and my comments on that to really focus on what it means for us as indigenous peoples. And at the same time, I think it's important to have those similar conversations with Italian Americans to get their perspective on ways in which the two holidays can be um, reconciled. Um, and at the same time, how can we, how can we tell and honor um, the histories that go along with those, with those holidays? And Susan, you're also an educator. Um, I hope yes. you can tell us about your assessment of how we have uh, our shortcomings and how Native American history and culture is being taught in our schools and ways in which it can be improved. Right. So I can talk about that from three perspectives. One, as an American Indian person and a member of the Kahari tribe of North Carolina, and having gone through my entire school schooling experience, kindergarten through 12th grade, never having an American Indian or Alaska Native teacher, um, and the impact that that had on me and the way in which it 
um, it helped to shape who I thought I could be and who I wanted to be because it was, I think it was very detrimental to my education to not have um, the ability to engage with Native teachers outside of an American Indian education program that provided cultural um, and other supports. I can also speak to this question from the perspective of a parent, um, the parent of an 11-year-old um, Native child who's just entered middle school. And as a parent, my husband and I have had to repeatedly have conversations with schools about the way in which Native and Indigenous peoples are either um, taught about in schools in ways that are not culturally or, or historically accurate, or the ways in which Native and Indigenous peoples are excluded uh, from the curriculum and in schools. And then I can also talk about this from the perspective of an educator, an educator of future teachers and principals and the director of a school of education. And it's really incumbent upon us, those of us who prepare future educators, to ensure that our graduates and future teachers have the knowledge and skills and understanding to be able to, to teach um, history in ways that are accurate, um, even when that accuracy evokes emotions um, and even when there's controversy around the, that history and around the telling of that history. Susan Faircloth, thank you so much for coming on and helping us mark Indigenous People's Day. Appreciate it. Thank you for having me. That was an amazing interview by a lady named Lana Zak, L-A-N-A-Z-A-K. She is on CBS News. I thought that was so appropriate because on Friday I talked about the murder of missing women of indigenous people, but today is the official indigenous people day that President Biden did the proclamation for, and I read that on Friday, so if you go to Friday's episode and don't feel like looking it up, you can listen to me read it, and I think this lady, Susan Faircloth, was so on point. I definitely wanted to hear a person who is part of the community to tell us what the purpose was for Indigenous People Day, which is today, Monday, our marvelous Motivating Monday on October 11th, 2021. And it's actually the very first one because on Friday, October 8th, 2021, uh, President Joe Biden did a proclamation. And see, I really wanted to make sure, as I mentioned, that it was a person that was an Indigenous person telling their story because no one can tell your story better than you. And I want to apologize because she actually put the S on peoples. So it's technically in indigenous peoples day. So I apologize. And I really like to be able to share culture and I want people in America, especially to understand those who are especially feeling that this country is just their country and we know who a lot of them are and unfortunately it's politically motivated but the indigenous people america was theirs before it was anybody else's and i know today is also columbus day but we're talking about indigenous people's day today and i really really want you guys to pay attention to some of the activities and things that I found that you can do to uh, entertain your children and your whole family activities. We're going to talk about a little bit of both um, because just like all the other holidays that are celebrated by other ethnic groups, we need to make sure that the original 
Americans are celebrated as well. But let me just put my sidebar into Friday's episode. We will not, in spite of all the celebration, we will not forget that we still need to be paying attention to these missing and murdered indigenous women. And if you're not familiar with what I'm talking about, you can either Google it or go to my Friday's episode where I'm specifically talking about it. And we had a gentleman named Dwayne who was on a a crusade to kind of make it more publicly known, which I'm glad he did because he was my fantastic fellas Friday guy. But today is about celebration and that's celebrating the Indigenous Peoples Day. The first one proclamation for from President Joe Biden. As I was doing research, I found an article on a woman about Indigenous People's Day. Her name is Rebecca Giannap. I don't know if I'm pronouncing it right or not. And you can actually t- uh, Google in her full name and um, and just kind of see what I'm talking about. But she had a um, article talking about ways to observe Indigenous People's Day with children. And I'm not going to read all of them, but before I even read them, I said, let me go see who she is because I don't know who she is. Research always gives me that information. So I went on her page, and I like when people say who they are in their own words. So this is what she says. She says, hi, I'm Rebecca. I'm a writer, religious educator, former community organizer, and mom who helps parents and teachers nurture brave kids who work for justice. Through storytelling, the arts, and child-friendly action ideas, Kids can begin to understand complex issues, including racism, poverty, and homophobia. And with the right support from caring adults, they can help build a different world no matter their age. Wow. And I went to see if she had written any books. And it said that she is an author of a book called, listen to this, now she's from looking at her pictures, she's Caucasian. I mean, she could be something else, but she just visually, she's white. And she's an author of a book called Raising Anti-Racist Kids. Now, to me, when I saw that, I said, okay, I'm going to go on and finish reading on her webpage uh, how we can celebrate this. Because I wasn't really sure where she was going. But I think that it's important that um, she... Uh, she, she, I, I think it's important that non-ethnic um, people speak up for uh, teaching, let's just say, Caucasian, especially in America, about the different cultures. You know, and she says that this book is an age-by-age guide for parents of white children. Get comfortable talking about race with your kids. Take action as a family against racism Raise anti-racist kids at every age and stage. So when I read that, I said, you know what? I'm going to go on and read this because this is just part of an article that she had. And she's talking about ways kids can observe Indigenous Peoples Day. So I'm not, like I said, I'm not going to read everything she says, but I do want to mention some of the things she says. I thought they were very interesting. And, you know... She said to read, she recommended this book. It's called We Are Still Here. 
She recommends reading it to give children an overview of Native American history and resistance. So that's a recommendation for those who are listening, who may want to say, can you recommend something for me to read? And then she, of course, talks about learn about the present day life and culture of the particular Native American nation or indigenous people. And there was a professor, Sarah Shear, who writes in this article, and it's actually really sad what she says. She examined K through 12 curriculum standards for all, not some, all 50 states. And she found that 87%, listen to that, there is literally only 13% left. 87% of the references to Native Americans, aka Indians, or portray them as only existing prior to 1900s. She says that her college students were entering her classroom believing that all Indians are dead. Wow, wow, wow. She got, <laughs> wow, this is, this is really sad that, you know, this history is not being told. And I said, you know, we had to do better because history, even though people try to block it out, it still happened. It still happened, you know, and um, they were talking about this 20 hashtag own voices, children's books about Native Americans. And they mentioned www.thebarefootmommy.com, free guide to talking race with kids. Um, I'm not that familiar with it, but you might want to check it out. She also says, listen to greetings from indigenous language speakers from around the world. There are an estimated 7,000 indigenous languages spoken worldwide. That's a lot. That is a lot. <laughs> and they have something called uh, Celebrating Indigenous Language Project, where children can listen to greetings recorded by 50 indigenous language speakers. Wow. So that's that's pretty cool. I think, you know, these are things, and like I said, I know it's today, and I'm just t- giving you the information. But, you know, check some of these things out. You don't have to do it just on this day. Learn about it, you know. Learn about it whenever, tomorrow, the next day. And she mentioned something. She says to watch an episode of Molly of Denali. Now, I'm not familiar with that. And she mentions how picky she is about children's television. But um, she said that it's a, a PBS show. So she said the show expertly shows how Molly's native Alaskan culture and history are a crucial part of her life. Molly also plays basketball, vlog. I don't know what that is. Vlogs with a V, not a B. I'm saying vlogs, V-L-O-G-S. And has snowball fights with her friends. The show's producers have involved more than 60 writers and cultural advisors who are Alaska Natives, First Nations, or Indigenous to ensure that the culture content is accurate and meaningful. Wow. That's really, really, you know, wow. And she also mentions share an example of Indigenous activism with children. And then she said one of her passions is introducing kids of all ages to activism. 
She felt that Indigenous People's Day is the perfect time to talk about one of the many movements for Indigenous rights from the present or the past. So, you know, there's a lot out there. But before I close this out, I want to mention something that she said that is crucial to me. Because people keep acting like a lot of stuff in America didn't happen. And me being an ethnic person of slavery <laughs> ancestors, I want to read with this last thing she mentions. Because, I, I, like I said, researching, I've learned a lot. And she said, unpack myths about Christopher Columbus. Because as I mentioned on your calendar, you may see today, October 11th, 2021, it's Christopher, well, Columbus Day. But now with the proclamation, it's the first year. It is also Indigenous Peoples Day. And I like the uh, interview that I um, played with um, CBS News, where Susan was talking about, we could celebrate both days, I mean, both holiday. I mean, well, I don't know if you want to call them holidays. On October 11th or the second Monday, they call it the second Monday in October, you can celebrate either Columbus Day or Indigenous People Day. And she was the way she said it and how she said people could come together without it being an either or or uh, a race thing. Um, I thought it was really, really well said. But um, which this lady mentions, Rebecca mentions unpack myths about Christopher Columbus. She says one of the activities in rethinking Columbus that's available for free online is a mock trial, which is called the People versus Columbus. And it's intended for middle and high school students, but it includes tips on how to adopt the role play for elementary setting. So that might be something, uh, parents, you might want to look into. And like I said, just because something is celebrated on a specific day doesn't mean that's the only day you can go and celebrate it because uh, learning about the cultures and learning about the people who live around you and in your country is very important because we need to come back together. Right now, the world's divided. Our uh, My country, America, the United States is divided and we can't just keep going at this route because, I mean, it's going to get, it's past, oh, I'm sorry, y'all. It's just overwhelming all this negativity. And if you lived where it was negativity, but not to this severity, then you understand how overwhelming it could be. So uh, happy Indigenous Peoples Day 2021 to all of you who are a part of the community. And for those who are not, do your research and go learn more about it because it doesn't have to just be celebrated today. It should be celebrated just because they are here, alive, and um, as the one title of the book says, resistance and resilient. So that's definitely a positive reason to celebrate this day. Well, guys, this will end this episode, and I hope that the information that you received is inspiring, uplifting, and informative. As I always say, follow us on Twitter at Advocacy Ladies. That's capital A as in advocacy, capital L as in ladies. 
and you can follow us on many of the podcast apps. We are on Apple iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Pandora, Alexa TuneIn, and of course, my hosting podcast company, Podbean. If you have any questions or subjects you want us to look into, give us a call. We're at 404-855-7723. Or you can send us an email at podcasthostshaypate19 at gmail.com. And you know my favorite question is, what do you have to say? Thank you for listening.